0: Yo there, I hope you're having a better day than this person. So a newly released video shows moments before a recently exonerated man was fatally shot by a deputy during a traffic stop and was also kind of crazy because this person was exonerated and also, I believe, sued the state that he was wrongfully convicted in, which was Florida. He got like a payout of like close to like $900,000. So he got free. Like he finally got his life back, right? He basically almost got like a million dollars, which by the way, I don't think you have to pay taxes on this amount of money at all. And to have your life end like this is kind of crazy. And we're going to be checking out this video. And I want to give my thoughts during it as well. Give your thoughts, too.
1: The Camden County, Georgia Sheriff's Office released body and dash camera videos Wednesday of the traffic stop that ended in the fatal shooting of Leonard Cure. Dash cam footage from the deputy's vehicle shows a brief pursuit of Cure's speeding pickup truck before he pulled over.
0: Now, if you, like, can tell from this, right, this truck, right, the guy who eventually gets shot, he is... beating down this left lane, like, very fast, where you are passing, like, multiple, multiple cars. And it also looks like the cop was potentially following him with his lights on for quite some time, right? Before remotely indicating that he's going to be moving, right?
1: Dash cam footage from the deputy's vehicle shows a brief pursuit of Cure's speeding pickup truck before he pulled over. Get out!
0: Get out! Get out! Put your hands back here. I ain't doing it. Watch me. Now, what I find interesting is that immediately the guy who ends up getting shot he immediately says to the officer, "I didn't do a goddamn thing." Right? Now they didn't really finish the sentence like in terms of like the audio. But he's like, I didn't do a God and then basically cut out. But that's basically what he said. I didn't do a goddamn thing, right? Now, put your hands on the back of that truck. Either put your hands behind your back or you're getting
1: taped. I'm telling you that right Why? now. Why am I getting-
0: Now, what's interesting, he warned the driver, right? The cop warned the driver, if you don't put your hands behind your back you will get tased, right? And the reason why I'm kind of like breaking it down in this type of way is like, there are do's and don'ts, whether, like, regardless if you are guilty or not of, like, committing, like, a traffic violation, right? There are just ways to not interact with people, to not escalate it on your part more, right? Like, there are already so many things that the driver of the stop did that he really should not have done because it just antagonized the cop even more so, right? It made it worse. Like, for example, if you were to get pulled over by a cop, right, instead of being automatically combative and like a dick to the cop, just shut off the car and basically do what the cop says because here's the thing you can always end up suing the cop in court later, right? You can always deal with the cop later legally because if the cop does something bad to you or illegal on his part, you can sue the department, right? There's always potentially something that you could do later on if you were actually wrong in the traffic stop. But in that type of situation, in this type of situation, don't try to escalate things on your part because you make it worse for yourself instantaneously, right?
1: Because you are under arrest for speeding and reckless driving. I'm not driving. Nobody was hurt. How was I speeding? You pa-
0: This guy was definitely speeding, but you can just tell from, like, he is purposely arguing with the officer, even after being warned that, like, you're going to get tased if you don't put your hands behind your back, right? Now, what people also need to understand when it comes to like speeding it really depends on like the state and potentially even the county that you're in but depending on how fast past the speed limit which by the way personally i think there should be no speed limits but depending on the state county etc some states right for example if you speed like 20 miles per hour over the posted speed limit that's like an automatic reckless driving charge and you could serve time for that right and lose your license and that just depends on like the state like i said so you got to keep in mind because the state where he got exonerated from was florida this traffic stop is in georgia right so i don't know how different the speeding laws etc are from like florida and georgia but you got to keep that in mind. It's like cops treat traffic violations differently in every state and also potentially in every county. And you don't want to automatically make things worse for yourself by just straight up basically being combative, right? Which, by the way, later on this video piece, I skimmed through it. Later on this video, the driver quite literally fights the cop. That's me doing a hundred miles an hour.
1: Okay, so that's a speeding ticket, right?
0: And here's the thing: a hundred miles per hour, dude, you're getting in super serious trouble for that.
1: Sir,
0: what? I'm not going. Hands behind
1: your back. Yes, you're going to jail. Kira refused to put his hands behind his back, and the argument quickly escalated into a physical confrontation after the deputy. T-
0: now, if you see, right, because some people might be not be able to see it, some people are just, like, listening to it. So, basically, in the video, right, you have the driver telling the cop, I am not going to jail, refusing to put his hands behind his back, and, in fact, puts his hands in the air as the cop tases him in the back. Like, he purposely puts his hands hands in the air, while the cop tases him, gets tased, to put his
1: hands behind his back, and the argument quickly escalated into a physical confrontation after...
0: ...gets tased, and then immediately turns around and starts trying to go after the cop, okay? What the hell are you doing, right? This is not how you act at all during a traffic stop, period. And to be frank... With this type of um, behavior, I wouldn't be surprised if it's found out that the driver was under some sort of influence, right? Like, I wouldn't even be surprised about that. Because one, being able to handle a tase like that is pretty crazy, too. Because he didn't go down, like, literally at all. He, like, tensed up a little bit, but just... Went straight through that. That's kind of crazy, too. Like, getting tased... Isn't shouldn't really look that easy, kind of thing. But immediately goes after the cop,
1: after the deputy tased him,
0: gets a hold of the cop, gets a hold of the cop, and by the way, the guy was still getting tased this whole time, gets into like a weird bear hold struggle thing. They're still fighting. The, the driver had his, like, hands on the cop's jaw and neck as well. It almost looks like he's trying to, like, suffocate the cop, right? The way that he's doing it. Uh, he's not, like, punching the cop or anything like that. He's, like, basically covering the mouth and nose of the cop and, like, pushing his head back. Again, for those that are just listening to this. Yep. Yep. And trying to like shove him down to the ground, the cop basically is fighting back. And then right here, I believe that's the case. Yeah. Right here, I think I saw like a clip or shell. Yeah. So I think right in this moment, if I see. Yeah, I, I think I saw, like, a shell pop out. Yeah, so a cop, a the cop shot him right there, right? And the guy just immediately collapsed because of that. Like, what do you think is going to happen when you're going to attack a cop? You can't just attack a cop in a traffic stop. Like, and by the way, let's say that he did go to jail. For, like, reckless driving, etc., blah, blah, blah. You could have hired a lawyer with the good amount of money that you have now and probably not have a reckless driving thing, probably not spend even more than, like, a week in jail or something like that, because you'd have enough money for a really good lawyer and drop that stuff down. Like, this is the thing that I don't understand, right? Because there's, like, just a basic level, like, a foundational level of common sense when it comes to things like this, right? You are basically a millionaire, right? You have, like, your whole life ahead of you, right? Yet you decide to speed like a moron going 100 miles per hour, right? You decided to be combative with a cop, which, by the way, you just dealt with being in prison for 16 years wrongfully, and do you really want to make it potentially worse in terms of, like, your interactions with police, right? Because you know you've already been wronged. You've literally been wronged by the judicial system, right? Because you were in a situation where you did not have money, you didn't have access, you didn't have ties to people, which, by the way, he has ties to people who are really good lawyers that actually got him out of this thing, right? Right? Like, out of the whole, like, uh, conviction that happened, like, 16, 17 years ago, whatever, right? Like, nowhere in his mind did he think, like, oh, let me just deal with this nonsense, go to jail for, like, a day, right? Maybe not even for a day, like, literally get out super quick, because I could probably just call someone that would care about me. And also pay for a really good lawyer right then and there to get bailed out. And it's like you could have just dealt with it. You could've just dealt with it easily. But you had to go and fight the cop for what? Like this is the thing that I don't understand. It's like why put one, why put yourself in a situation when you're basically a millionaire into doing something like this? Or like just like follow basic traffic laws? Right? Which, by the way, if he was going with, at the bare minimum flow with traffic, those people were probably going like 75 in a 70 mile per hour highway thing. Right? Is that really too slow for you? (laughs) I don't know. To me it's just so crazy. And again, give your thoughts to this because to me it's like, imagine you get Like, imagine you get wrongfully convicted. You lose your life for like 16 years. You get out. You become a free man, right? You have a whole new life ahead of you. And you got close to a million bucks in your bank account now. And you decide to do things that are going to F up the remaining life that you got, right? You purposely choose to straight up fight a cop? Are you like a moron? Like, what the hell? Like, I don't understand why people do this. Which is why I think that he was probably on something. Some sort of substance. But also, like, with how strongly he said that I'm not going to jail to me made it seem like he wasn't going to go to jail no matter what in his mind, right? That he was willing to potentially end this cop to just try to not go to jail, right? But this is my thing. If you're someone who is so afraid of going back to jail for any reason, or prison, for any reason, why would you blatantly commit a crime like going a hundred miles per hour. Like, that's just. dumb. Like, this whole thing is just so dumb.
1: Sit down! Sit down! The confrontation ended with a deputy firing his weapon and fatally injuring Cure.
0: Cabin, shot fired! Shot fired, Cabin! Get up! Stay
1: down! In April of 2020, Cure was exonerated and released from prison 16 years after being wrongfully convicted for armed robbery in Broward County, according to court documents.
0: Hey, you look at me. You ain't going no damn where.
1: The Georgia Bureau of Investigation said it will conduct an independent investigation of Monday's shooting and turn its findings over to the Brunswick Judicial Circuit District Attorney's Office for review.
0: Now, I will say this, right? Like, the cop definitely was super elevated at the start, which some people might say is excessive. But at the same time, he gave the guy multiple warnings at multiple times, and the driver literally refused to basically do every single thing, right? And again, straight up attacked the cop, right? So at that point, literally pretty much almost any force was justified. As soon as you lay hands on someone, they can defend themselves, right? And guess what? Cops got weapons. Some of them might be deadly. And like you made the choice to attack the cop in a traffic stop like again like i just don't understand why people would do that So, let's see. So, there's some comments made here. So, Civil Rights Attorney Ben Crump and Florida Innocence Project Director Seth Miller joined members of Cure's family at the news conference. He is someone who was failed by the system once and has again been failed by the system. Except for the thing is, with this specific scenario, he wasn't failed by the system, right? He literally made multiple choices in a very short amount of time, that dramatically escalated this thing more than it should have, right? Like, if he just accepted the arrest in the start, right, the worst thing that would have happened would be him lose some time in jail or prison, not really prison, because it's just jail, right, where he would just get pretty much immediately bailed out and then dealt with this with the large amount of money that he had access to, right? Which, by the way, I don't think people really understand that when it comes to like the judicial system, if you're someone with slightly more money than someone who has like no money at all, it's gonna be a little bit easier for you to deal with it, right? Now, you may not be able to get off of it, but it'd be a little bit easier for you to deal with it because you're not having to rely on basically free legal help which typically is not that great. You would be able to rely on hiring a good attorney that would do their best because you're paying them good amount of money to protect you, to help you out, to get you out of that situation. Whereas with someone who's just doing it for free, they're doing it because they have to and They don't necessarily, I mean, some of them might care about you, but, like, they get such a, probably, like, a huge workload, their time isn't really going to be focused on you, and you might be sitting in jail for a while if you don't got the money, right? So it's like, he could have just done this in such a different way. And he's been, and they continue, he's been twice taken away from his family, although the second time was his choice. Kear's family planned to view the body in dash camera footage. His brother, Michael Kear, said earlier, the family was expected to meet privately with investigators shortly before the video's public release and following the viewing, the family planned to meet with the district attorney's office to discuss next steps in possible disciplinary action for the deputy involved, the brother said Wednesday. Like, what the hell are you going to sue the cop over, right? Like, like seriously, what are you going to sue the cop for in this situation? He got attacked by him, okay? He got attacked by the driver of the car. He got attacked by Leonard, right? And what, you're going to try to, like, sue the department over what, right? Their aggressive volume when he got out of the car? Which, again, yeah, that is, like loud, excessive, whatever, but the guy was also going 100 miles per hour, which a lot of people might view that as endangering other people on the road, which it technically is. So exactly what do you expect to get from suing the department or trying to get the cop fired in this situation, Right. Because the way that I view it and all these like different types of like traffic stops, etc., every situation is like unique, right? In this specific situation, from my point of view, from what the dash cam footage shows, the driver refused to do literally basically everything that the cop said and also attacked the cop, which led the cop to defend himself and like what are you gonna do? Right? What is that cop going to do, just let the other person just completely like maul him potentially to death? Because by the way, it'd be very easy for the cop to claim self-defense in this type of situation. Crazy. Let's see, so roughly 50k for each year taken from his life. Wow which is pretty interesting because like who knows if he would have actually even made 50k a year' it's like you don't know what the situation was because I mean again like 16 years of your life I don't know how old he was. does it say how old he is? So wrongfully convicted in 2003, the guy kind of looked on the older side. So like maybe like probably in his 50s or something. So he's probably 30 something when he got arrested potentially. I don't know. Oh no, he's 53. So 53. So 53 minus 16. So he was, what, 37 years old when he got convicted? That's interesting. Hmm. You know, I kind of wonder how they, like, uh, calculate how much they give someone for the time that they lost, that they were wrongfully convicted for, right? Maybe it depends on, like, what you were making during the time. Like so like for example, let's say that you were making like hundred K per year and let's say that you lost like twenty years of your life. So does that mean that they would give you two mil for the twenty years? I don't know. Be interesting. Known to friends as Lenny, Cure was returning home to Fairburn, Georgia, after his visiting his mother when the deputy stopped him. The Florida Innocence Project, which represented Cure, said in a statement, Sadly, his life was cut tragically short, but also, again, like, You cannot be fighting with a cop in a traffic stop that you were in the wrong to begin with. Hmm. I don't know. I think, I almost think, based off what I see in this video, there's like a couple of things that might be the case as to why this happened, or might be a few reasons why. One, he might be under the influence of something. Two, because of his experience being wrongfully convicted, he is probably very against cops, right? Now, he's not necessarily against like the legal system, because of his, like, involvement with trying to help, like, prosecutors and, like, def- and, um, lawyers try to, like, fix the issues within the legal system in terms of, like, wrongfully convicting people. But I think he has, like, I think he grew, like, a hatred towards cops, right? Because what he... Like, the way that he reacted to this cop in this traffic stop is not like an average person's way of reacting to a cop in a traffic stop. Like, because you typically would not react that way, right? Where you blatantly refuse to do what the cop says, you purposely put your hands basically high up in the air as, like, almost like a salute, or, like, the, I think it's the Black Power Fist, or something like that, where it's, like, you know, whatever the thing's called, like, whatever it is, where he purposely, like, lifted his hand up in the air, purposely in defiance of putting his hands behind his back, right? It's, like, it could have been just, like, a pride thing, but it's, like, again, there are times where you need to operate on common sense and when you are nearly basically a millionaire or actually probably was a millionaire because of him working, getting money from other things, many people like would pay him to maybe talk to him, who knows, right? But he was probably basically a millionaire at this point. When you're in that situation, why would you ever, ever put yourself in potential risk of getting into trouble, right? When you know that it doesn't take much for someone to like try to wrongfully convict you of something, right? Because you literally have that experience. Why would you ever purposely put yourself in a position where that could potentially ever happen ever again, right? Why would you purposely break the... Traffic laws by going a hundred miles per hour, like why would you purposely do that after your experience with cops, after your experience with a corrupt judicial system? Why would you do that? It's just it's just crazy to me to see stuff like this. It's like, dude, if this happened to me and I had like nearly almost like a million dollars, you know what I'd do? I'd probably be eating like cheesecake. I'd be probably binge watching TV shows. I'd be trying to live, who knows, like a very relaxed, kind of lazy life and be happy with the freedom that I have, right? Like, I wouldn't put myself purposely in a risky situation where I would get, have to, like, be involved with cops like this. Like, why would you ever do that to yourself? man. Feel free to give your thoughts if you stumble upon this. I just thought I was I kind of like stumbled upon this but also the fact that the guy got paid like a huge amount of money which by the way I mean is it really worth it in terms of like the whole wrongfully convicted for like 16 years I mean he still lost 16 years but now he lost his life due to his own choices so it's like man I just wanted to talk about it for a couple things. A couple reasons you know. It's like common sense Everyone kind of needs it. Two, if you get a whole bunch of money, maybe don't act like a fool. You know? These bad things can happen. And something bad for sure happen. Stay tuned for more uh, news commentary, financial news commentary. It's just sad, right? I don't like seeing people die. And this guy died for such a dumb reason. Like... You literally could have just probably beat this thing down in court pretty easily.